Welcome to Munchies and Mindset, sponsored by Holistic Approach, your online store for healthy snack options. Munchies and Mindset is the show that talks about mindset and living your best life, where host Katie Gilligan will speak to experts in their field to find out ways they have made changes to improve their mental, physical, or spiritual self. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Munchies and Mindset. Once again, we are back here, but today we have two incredible human beings in the town of Newmarket. We have um, Adrian, who is the uh, executive director of the food pantry, and we have Julianne, who is just, she's a financial advisor, a philanthropist, and just gives so much. These two individuals just bring so much love to this town and so much hope to people in this town. And I'm honored to have both of you on here. Absolutely honored. You you. can visit their full bios. They're um, on our Facebook page, uh, Holistic Approach Store, and you can read all about the unbelievable things they do. Uh, Food pantry is just one thing. They do so much for this town to really make sure that we have uh, no food insecurities and just so much more just to make sure there's happiness and smiles in the people who live in our community. So, so blessed to have you on here. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Julianne, let's start with you and kind of what you do and how you yourself, um, like work-wise, philanthropy-wise, you do so much. Yeah, so I um, am a long-term resident of Newmarket. I've lived here since I was a kid. Um, Went to school here, went away to university, and just knew that I always wanted to be back in Newmarket. So I've worked in um, the financial industry for many years with my father. We own a family-run business, and I've actually worked here since I was 12. I started off um, after school doing it as my job um cleaning garbages doing everything and then now I'm a financial advisor working still alongside my father and my mother was a nurse and seeing her helping others in the way she could and my father helping people giving getting them through their financial journey they were always kind of giving back and helping others so I think it was kind of just in me to want to do that and it just brings me joy to do things like that. And I know that, especially with the food pantry, I was kind of drawn to that because seeing people with food insecurity is heartbreaking. And I think it's so important that we, if we're blessed, we need to give back. So I feel that I have been given so much in my life that I do try what I can to give back. So um, I'm a board member with the New Market Food Pantry. I'm the treasurer. I've been there for just over five years and it's just given me so much joy and I've met so many amazing people along the journey and I've, I do other, I'm on the awesome foundation um, in Newmarket, which we give back a thousand dollars a month to people doing things for youth initiatives in our community. I do a sock drive every year and just try to help wherever I can, because when you start giving, it kind of almost becomes addictive if you want to say because you just want to keep giving more and giving more of yourself because it really does it becomes selfish almost because it makes you feel good oh good yeah 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 it's 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 food for the soul I honestly believe that giving back is absolute food for the soul yeah um I I wanted to touch base on just something that when you are have the pleasure of being so fortunate uh, myself as well it is so important to give back because it's almost are right like we have yeah. been so much in our life but we now have to step up because there are people that have challenges and some of them not of their own doing um especially yeah. right now with everything going on that it's not really um 
a fault of anybody's. It just, it is what it is. Yeah, so yeah. thank you for being that person. Um, Adrian, how about yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, so a little bit like Julianne, uh, I've been in the not-for-profit sector for the past 17 years. Um, you know, I started out with the Boys and Girls Clubs of York Region, and, you know, something just drew me in more than a career, almost, you know, it, it was a way of life. And I knew 17 years ago, that's kind of, a, I've been captured by this, uh, by this sector. I, you know, again, I'm, I'm born and raised in Newmarket, so I really understand this community. I love what it does. I've been with the food pantry for a little over a year now you know, seeing the engagement throughout the years, participating in some of their events, whether it was the curling bond spiel, you know, the turkey drives, I, I, I just knew, um, you know, being a part of this community that I wanted to give more and really focus my efforts, my passion and my energy um, on this. Same story as Julianne, I moved away for a bit, but I always knew my roots were here. Now I'm raising a family, uh, you know, two kids in, in, in schools and new markets. I volunteer on the, you know, the Sports Hall of Fame board committee. I volunteer throughout our, our, our community, um, you know, whether it's coaching baseball, soccer, hockey. So I, I like being active in the community. And, you know, this, I, again, this, this position, it's not a job. It's not a career. It's, it's more of a way of life. Good for you. That's amazing. Thank you very much for stepping up and being that person in our community, because I think that is absolutely important to have people like the both of you that give so much back and make sure that people are happy. Um, when we talk about, and I have a couple of questions, but like our emotions really, really control who we are. And I find there's a lot of times when we uh, are not able to keep our emotions up. But when there's so many factors and food insecurity is playing a large, large part of everyone's emotional health, um, tell us how you take care of yourselves emotionally, because I'm sure what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis and the stories you're hearing are, can be very challenging. And then in, in kind, how do you help them to maybe emotionally be better themselves? I can start. <laughs> I know for myself, um, I have to, I have to understand that emotionally like my emotional health some days I'm going to have bad days and some days like everybody you're going to have good days so I always try to look at it like this is a moment in time and in a month from now am I really going to feel this upset at about this situation or I kind of have to keep myself in check and always look for the positive one of my favorite things is people as the saying um create your own weather system and I love to create a weather system around me that is sunny and bright. And yeah, there's rain that comes, but you need the rain to kind of get to the light. Um, and those are the times when you can really feel gratitude for what you have, because you can look back and go, okay, that was a blessing in disguise and I'm going to move forward. Um, so for me, I'm always looking for that in gratitude every day. I think about the things I'm grateful for, I write them down, I recite them to myself, and then it helps you find more things you're grateful for, because you're seeing gratitude in everything around you. Um, and I love to just help people. So doing just random acts of kindness, like during the pandemic, um, to make myself feel better, I just meditative things, like not necessarily, I did meditation, but meditative things like going for long walks and my daughter and I would paint rocks and leave them at people's doors just with <laughs> phrases like kindness words and stuff like that so things like that and I know that people in our community and Ada will Adrian will be able to talk to this more um the food pantry really 
we've really had to step up and help people in our community and change our model at the pantry, which he can talk about more, but because um, food insecurity is, imagine during the pandemic, kids could go to school and get a snack or teachers would make sure that they had lunch. And all of a sudden those programs are gone and parents have their kids more and they're eating more food at home and the programs they had at school, they can't have. So we have to step up at the pantry, providing them more food because the kids were at home. So I couldn't imagine being a parent during that time when you're having trouble enough putting food on the table. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I just want to visit something that you had said when, when we go back to emotional state. Um, myself, personally, I work with a coach because owning a salon and spa, this has not been an easy time for me. And I work with a coach and my coach always says, um, I want you to take yourself a year down the road and I want you to look back at this situation and tell me how you would feel. And it's really important because we will get a year down the road and this yeah. will be passed. And it is just for today. And for some people, it's obviously a lot worse, but um, for myself and for other people that are going through it, sometimes it's just now. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to see the white light on the other side because there's so much darkness. So thank you for bringing that up is just how you look forward and look back to see. Yes you know, you can really get to the right place when you realize that it is just a momentary thing and we will get past this. Yeah. Um, Adrian, how about yourself? Yeah, I guess uh, from a personal standpoint, I guess there's a few different avenues I look at from, from the roots, from the root of it all. It's just kind of having that philosophy and outlook on life. Um, life's a gift, right? Time's waiting for no one. Um, let's enjoy it while we can and let's, let's make a difference as much as we can. Um, you know, on a, on a day-to-day -day level, I think it's very important. I've got a, a mantra, disconnect to connect, right? So whether it's just turning off the news, not reading the comments, getting outside, going for a hike in nature, I think it's really, really important with so much information coming at us all the time that um, I find when I disconnect, I can really kind of hone in on my pers personal relationships, uh, the community, my family, and my friends. Um, you know, in terms of how are we helping others besides the day-to-day -day operations of the food pantry from, a, from an emotional state, you know, we, we do have, like you mentioned, we do have a lot of um, hard luck stories, but we also have a lot, a lot of positive stories. So really focusing on those and focusing when we're trying to help our clients, focusing on assets instead of deficits. Let's work with what our clients do have instead of what they don't have. Um, you know, but for the most part at this, at this stage, a lot of it is just listening, being compassionate, being respectful, providing that space, providing resources, providing information, referrals, um, you know, and then that comes with the, the, the guest services piece that we do with, with a compassionate kind of helpful lending ear. We can offer advice or we can listen. So I think it really comes down to, you know, the dignity the respect um, of our clients and, and what their needs are at uh, any given point. I think that's really important to what you said is uh, focusing on what you have, because that can apply to anybody, whether you're buying your 10th business sure. or you're just trying to find food. A lot of people tend to focus on what they don't have and they want to get to the next thing. And it causes a little bit of an emotional distress because they don't get there. But we, we tend to live in a place of need or want as opposed to a place of gratitude which julian had said and that will bring us so much further and so much better um quality of life when we focus on gratitude in our lives so absolutely thank you for that um for bringing that to us and again um 
flipping this around, there's when we are in a place and we're stuck and we tend to not talk great about ourselves and have a lot of negative self-talk and the fact like, I can't do this. I can't go on. I can't make this work. I don't know where I'm going. Um, and what that does is it keeps us exactly where we are. Um, what are you doing at the food pantry to keep it a positive place for your volunteers, for the people that come in and also helping them maybe change that talk. So if they do come in and they're just devastated, how do you help them? And again, your volunteers keeping their mental state up and their positive talk up. I'll let Adrian yeah. is obviously there day to day, but I can personally vouch that Adrian is very good at thanking and making sure people feel thanked and needed and creating a community within the food pantry like the volunteers that are there um he's since joining the food pantry over a year ago um he's put up banners that just say thank you to our volunteers it's just big thank you words um so the gratitude that he feels and he's i find that he's always for myself as a board member he's always thanking us for what we're doing because we are all volunteering um so he does create an environment and he brings in snacks for the volunteers and which leads to people standing and conversing and whatever and during the pandemic there's cohorts that he's created of teams of people so the volunteers i think feel even more of a family and knowing what they're doing is being impactful because you can at the food bank obviously you can see your impact directly affecting people so, but I'll let you kind of go off of that since you. Well, thank you for that. We, we have an amazing team here. Um, the volunteers, they truly are the backbone of what we do. And we, we literally couldn't do it without them. Um, so I think that that gratitude and appreciation piece is huge. And it, it's creating that, that warm and welcoming environment where people do want to come in here, really understand the, the impact and the difference they're going to make in the community. And that we have an extremely important job to do but there's also no reason why we can't have fun while we're doing it. Um, you know, the, the volunteers come in, a lot of them know each other, the music's going, it's, it's just a, an inviting environment. Um, you know, we, we wanna recognize that. We wanna, we wanna show appreciation to the volunteers and really help them, um, you know, understand the impact and the difference that they truly are making in the community. And that goes for our staff too. Uh, you know, whether it's just back to kind of the mental health approach, whether it's having a flexible schedule or just taking the afternoon off to go for a walk through Ferry Lake and recharging your batteries, right? If, if you can do it, if the work's done, if people are going to be fed for, you know, for today and everything's wrapped up, I think it's really, really important to, uh, to take a mental health day. You know, a lot of times we, we call in sick. Sometimes it's just okay to call in that I feel too good to come into work today. I'm going to take the day off and I have a fee day. Um, so it's really creating that environment that um, let's recharge our batteries. We understand the work that we need to do and it has to get done. But in order to get that done, we need to take care of ourselves as well. So it's truly finding that work-life balance. And especially in the not-for-profit industry where the mission is so driven and there's so much passion involved, there is a high burnout rate. People get tired. Um, and, you know, as an industry, we're doing many, many things to combat and alleviate that. And this, this, this is part of it, really that kind of flexible piece. That's absolutely amazing because being out in nature and walking and I mean, Fairy Lake is so beautiful and the new market has done a phenomenal job at giving so much green space. So kudos for you for having that mindset because there's a lot of people 
that wouldn't have that vision in the non-for-profit because I have worked with people that it's just, I don't think it's a mean thing. I think they're so driven to get to the end result that they forget about the people that are helping them get to the end result. So that's amazing that you do that and you give the people the chance um, to recharge their batteries so they can continue to give back to the people in our community. Um, and what you do is so incredibly amazing, but action, like we can do what we want, but action is key. And um, there's so, the, in, the need is so insurmountable, like it's so huge right now that there's just so many people have lost businesses, the rental rates going up, the housing markets going up. So the need is so much. So tell us the action that we need to do to help you. Make us accountable. Well, for, for now, uh, I think as a volunteer of the food pantry um, and being the treasurer and seeing what we're needing to spend on and whatever, um, the need is to provide families with dignity. It takes a lot of courage, I think, for somebody to come through the doors of the food pantry um, or to call. People don't always like to ask for help. People always also don't want to necessarily go to a food bank because they have the stigma attached with it. And many times they can show up driving in a nice car, but you don't know what's happening at their home. That's the house they had. They lost their business. They have a, a spouse who's ill, who can't work anymore. And all of a sudden they're in the situation. They need the food pantry. And that's what the food pantry is there for, is to help you during a time when you can't put food on the table and you have to make that decision. Do I feed my family or do I put a roof over our head? So we're there to help with that. So we do whatever we can. So as a volunteer, just promoting it, getting the word out and letting people know that we're there to help those in need during that time. We're giving a, a, an emergency food supply um, that anybody in our community can come and get food when they need. They can call, I guess not really come right now because of COVID times, but um, they can call and get a healthy nourishing options like we now have fruits and vegetables and meat options and dairy and we're doing things to purchase that food for people so people in the community can give donate money to it because we can we have purchasing power where we can buy things for less than people could go if you just went to the store um and then just also donating we have a campaign like this summer we did it if you're growing too much in your garden bring it to the food pantry because we can use it to give to people. Um, there's so many different ways. I'll let Ada finish off on that, but. Yeah, no, and those are great points. And just to pick up on a few of those. So I guess from a day-to-day -day operations point of view as well. So we have, um, you know, we're, we're starting to look beyond food. We're moving beyond food and how do we focus on the whole individual? So we've got a few uh, really exciting projects coming up. And one of them is our cereal center. So CEREAL is actually an acronym for Community Empowerment Resource Education and Awareness Learning Center. So essentially, we're going to have a community food uh, or a community kitchen at the food bank. Um, you know, hopefully early spring next year, we're looking to get it launched, but it's going to be workshops. It's going to be classes. It's going to be having experts in, you know, and the workshops could be, you know, seniors and social isolation is a big piece right now having the youth, uh, child and youth component. So what are some healthy after school snacks, the home alone club, um, you know, whether they're microwavable, um, you know, meals that kids cook alone after school, it could be cooking for one, breastfeeding, infant nutrition, 
financial literacy, budgeting. So it's going to be essentially a one-stop shop for our community, um, you know, to really hone in on what, what we're able to kind of give back. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, developments that are happening right now. We've got our engineered permits uh, all, all completed and we're working on the structure of it. So please stay tuned for that. We have, a, we have a grant out for a community fridge that we'd like to put out in the community. And that just offers our clients more, again, more choice, more dignity, more flexibility. So stay tuned for that as well. Uh, and I guess the second part of that question, just to pick up on what Julianne had said as well, uh, you know, how can the community help? And a lot of it is keeping that conversation going about food insecurity, whether it's around the dinner table at night, following us on social media, sharing our stories, um, you know, and what Juliet spoke to as well, monetary donations are, 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 are really big. Um, food donations obviously are really big. And that's, that comes from a leadership point of view, especially working with youth, right? Having that tangible, um, you know, food drive where, where kids can see, okay, this is the impact that it is making in our community. So, you know, whether it's money or food, it is all greatly appreciated, uh, and obviously volunteering, if anybody wants to bring their, their knowledge, their expertise, their passion to, um, to the food bank, we're always looking for amazing people. So, you know, someone like Julianne and our board, everybody's kind of got that skill set really, really um, wrapped into one. So it really is about the volunteers making a difference and just kind of just keeping the conversation going about the need for, uh, for food in our community and for communities across Canada and the world. So tell me, um, just to go back on something Julianne talked about, is that right now not coming in because of COVID, are you delivering the food or right now? We are, yeah, we have a full model delivery service. And what we wanted to do, we were planning on going back to in-person shopping. So if you can picture our shopping center as a Metro No Frills Superstore, it's when clients come in, they do, they do their shopping, they get the, uh, the items they need. Um, but for now, what we're going to do is we're going to go, instead of offering our in-person shopping, we're gonna offer a hybrid mix of getting our deliveries out into our community and then a drive-through. So our clients still can get out because we have heard stories of um, you know, homebound individuals who it's, there's, it's just the isolation piece. So for them to be able to come up, get their food, talk to a volunteer that they may not have seen in the last 18 months or so, just really kind of getting out um, and up to the pantry just for whether it's a cup of coffee and a quick hello or to get your food. We really want to offer that choice and flexibility for our day-to-day -day operations. That's amazing. So for right now, if someone's going to donate food or bring food, where are they bringing it? They can bring it right up to uh, the Newmarket Food Pantry at 1251 Gorm Street. We have a buzzer on the back door. Uh, Drop-offs are 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday to Friday, or they can take it to a local fire hall as well. Okay, and um, for those of you who will be um, coming, obviously Holistic Approach Store is located in Timeless Harmony Salon and Spa, and we have a campaign right now that we have an empty treatment room, and we want to we want you to help us fill the treatment room. So we've already got quite a few donations here, and we have boxes, like rather large boxes that we're filling up. This one's empty. The other one is, I can't lift, it's too full. <laughs> but um, as you say, it, it's filled with a lot of cereal. So that's awesome, because I'm looking, there's quite a bit of cereal in that one. So amazing um, to our clients who have already brought that. Uh, one individual and his wife had donated quite a bit for us to uh, 
send over to you. So definitely we are gonna be putting the challenge out to the town of Newmarket is to help us fill a whole treatment room um, so that we can really Thank make you. somebody's Thanksgiving uh, an amazing one. And I mean, it's not just about Thanksgiving, but nobody wants to be hungry when everybody's celebrating. Um, and that's the truth of the matter. Like we're going into holiday season and people are, are eating wonderful foods and it breaks my heart because you think of somebody, I would never want to think of anybody as not having it. Now you do do a turkey drive as well, do you not? Yeah, we do. So for $20, um, the community can donate $20 and they get a full turkey dinner with all the fixings. So this year we're doing uh, turkey, cranberries, potatoes, veg, you get a roasting pan, you get a, uh, you get a cake for dessert. So it's a full turkey dinner and uh, every $20 donations, again, what Julianne talked about, our, our buying in, in um, bulk and our purchasing power, we're able to supply a, a full Thanksgiving dinner to a family for uh, for $20. So we're looking between about 400 and 500 families this year. So we have that campaign actually launching today. So uh, look for us on social media. Perfect. And um, this will be shared on our podcast on nine different channels, as well as on um, a couple of different Facebook uh pages that we have running. So we'll definitely be getting the word out for you. I wanted to thank you so much for being on Munchies and Mindset. And for those of you out there, help us support people. So this holiday season and any season is an amazing season for people that are dealing with um, food insecurities. Thank you so much for everyone watching. We appreciate you being here. You can definitely come into 1091 Gorham Street to donate food if nine to three does not work for you. Uh, we are here seven days a week. So anytime you can pop by and drop off a bag of food and we will absolutely bring it over to them. Thank you so much. And if you get the munchies and you want to eat healthy, you can always visit a holistic approach store. Thank you for listening to Munchies and Mindset. Our goal is to help people who may be stuck or lost find that light within themselves. If you have questions, you can reach out on Facebook or Instagram at Holistic Approach Store, all one word. And remember, if you want a snack guilt-free, check us out at www.holisticapproachstore.com. Until next time, remember, mindset matters.